in a world where an 11 year old boy has topical conversations and interviews with his former kindergarten teacher. It's in detention with Pam and Gabe. What up? And today's topic is what I want to be when I grow up. We're recording already. Okay, so today's topic that I'm meeting, but today's topic is about it's about uh what we, what we actually wanted to be when we grow up. Okay, what do you want to be when you grow up? When I was little, I wanted to be a lot of things. I um I wanted to be a rocket for New York's uh in the Radio City Music Hall. Yeah, no. You know that? You know, oh, you know who the Rockettes are. I thought you were saying that you knew. Here, what if we? I took a whole class on Best of Broadway. Oh, you did? Yeah, it was my dance class, Best of Broadway. No way! You took a dance class, the Best of Broadway. I did. I learned the dance cool from a uh, 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 let's talk about such right. No, this is relevant. I learned cool from like West Side Story. I learned Footloose. Uh, I learned a Lion King dance from the Lion King musical. And I learned. This is fascinating. I learned uh, a song by like Bob Fosse. Ooh, you can Fosse? I guess. <laughs> All right, back to the subject. All right, well, so that's really cool that you did that. That's look at we're learning stuff about each other. Um, I yeah, so I wanted to be a rocket because I saw it at the end of the movie Annie. They go see the rockets, and so that was a thing that I wanted to do. Um, but then I quit quit tap class, <laughs> and you you can't exactly be a rocket. I mean, you'd be fun because you're tall. Yeah, and you you'd know, you're really good at that because you're actually tall. Yeah, and I looked it up, and I'm like the. They only have so many. Like you have to fit it's into like five, the uniform. It's like five foot six to like five foot eight is their max. Yeah, like five foot eight is their max. It's such a short. Cut. And that's me, and so I would have fit into the costumes. However, you can't dance. I quit tap class. <laughs> well, um, what else did I want? I wanted to be. On the radio so this is kind of cool that we're doing a podcast um back home my favorite radio station was kiss 108 and i wanted to be billy costa when i grew up i even wrote him a letter that he read did he respond i gave it to him in person yeah did he respond he yeah what did he say he was like you wrote this and i was like yeah it's my college entrance essay and I was like, that was kind of a dork moment. And he was like, a dork moment. And then I offended Billy Costa. My my dream of meeting Billy Costa. And I offended him <laughs> because I was nervous. Um, nice. And I wanted to be, on and off, I wanted to be a teacher. So I guess it's a good thing I became a teacher. And the only other thing that I wanted to be was a meteorologist. I wanted to be a weather girl, like on the TV. Yeah, like TV. Mm -hmm. Well, no, because like they're not necessarily. Well, just there's the like people. only ever weather girls, so like I feel like we'd have to find them. There's like no weather men. Al Roker. <laughs> Most of the meteorologists are men. You just remember the ones they're pretty. Elizabeth Gardner. Yeah, but on, on WRAL. Yeah, but on WRAL, there's also male meteorologists. That's a good point. Well, I 
have wanted to be a couple different things. At the young age of 11, you've already flip-flopped? I have. <laughs> but there are some things that my mother says will be better for me. Things oh. that I will I will be good at. So my mom picked a, a teacher for a, me. That's being a band teacher. Are we both going to be teachers? Hopefully. Maybe we can work at the same school someday. <laughs> I want to be my school's band teacher. Uh-huh. Because my school is my school's band is massive and there's only one teacher oh that's tough and there is like six different bands and she has to teach all six of them in a day she has to make them rehearse all of them and stuff but yeah that's pretty complicated for her i also really want to be an astronaut no shut up at one point i really no, wanted to go to space up. camp you i didn't want to be an astronaut but i wanted to go to space camp. i know people say space camp is insane i really want to go to space camp but I also actually want to be an astronaut, so I guess it's a good thing for me. Yeah. Do you, I actually, I know um, an aerospace engineer. Nice. My, like, great-grandfather worked for NASA. Nice. Do you know what he did? Nope, I have no idea whatsoever. Oh. Just know he worked at NASA. Um, my... He worked on all the Apollo missions. He worked on all the Apollo missions. Oh, my God, that's amazing. He just came back to me. That's really cool. So he knows Tom Hanks? <laughs> I do not know. Tom Hanks was in the movie Apollo 13. I was making a joke. I actually want to watch that movie. It's a good movie. I I, I actually became obsessed with that story. I just thought how cool the story it was. It was a good story. Like, what happened to them? Not like the movie. I've never seen the movie. But I thought, like, what happened to them was actually really interesting. Yeah. And it, it was pretty cool that they had to... Um, like they had to have scientists figure out how they could solve their problem with like just the stuff they had on oh, board. Oh, they barely made it. Yeah. Like literally anywhere on um, space. I'm sure that that was very scary. It was. Which is why I'll never be an astronaut. Because I don't even like high places. Honestly, I'm not really scared of heights. And I don't like, I don't fear death. I'm not like scared of it, mm-hmm. but I would not want a slow death. Mm-hmm. So basically, any space-related death ever. But I'm not scared of dying. My, I just don't want to burn alive. You probably won't. What's more likely to happen is you get sucked out of the spaceship, and what happens is, if you hold your breath, your lungs will explode and you'll slowly die. Or if you don't hold your breath. Your body will instantly freeze and you'll die. Well, it won't instantly freeze, I don't think. But you will die in another very slow and painful death. When you try to inhale, <gasps> you can't inhale. You can't exhale. Because there's, there's no air. And you'll die. In space, no one can hear you scream. I also, to quote Dumbledore, it is the unknown we fear when we look upon death and darkness. So I determined a long time ago that I had a fear of the unknown. Sin. But um, I really also want to be uh, a scientist, but the cool kind that blows stuff up for science. So like on Mythbusters? No. Oh, they're scientists. I want to be a nuclear scientist. A nuclear so physicist? Why are you good at teaching? What do you think makes you good at teaching? And do your kids actually like you? Those are some great questions. Um, I think what makes me good at teaching is my love of learning. 
So I am expressing my passion and excitement for all the information that I'm teaching. So it gets them excited. Um, because I think the, like the technical aspects of the job are not what I'm into. Um, I'm into the excitement of learning. Like when I taught kindergarten for you, I, it was my job. I like had it in my mind that it was my job to make you like school. Like as long yeah. as at the end of the year, you like school because otherwise it's going to be a really long career of school. If you already hated it in kindergarten. Um, and I think my students like me. I don't think all of them like me on any given day. Um, but they do seem to genuinely, until they get to the sixth grade, they tend to like be happy to see me in the hallway. Um, and I try to have an element of fun, but I think it's easy to have kindergartners and second graders like you. I mean, when I was teaching yeah. kindergarten, the kids were like, you're my favorite teacher ever. I'm like, I'm your only teacher. I'm your only teacher ever. I mean, it means a little bit more in second grade because like they've had a couple other teachers, but. Yeah, but honestly, kids say that to every teacher just to get better grades. The more, you, second the, more you, the more you simp for teachers, the better grades they'll give you. They'll give you like extra credit for you simping for them. It's true. So my band teacher. I That's not like, what it is. It's um, I would give extra attention i guess not attention but like attention i guess if i was gonna say if i were to give any extra to someone it's to students who genuinely like actually like you like you know it has nothing to do with liking me you could absolutely like i'm pretty sure that there's a kid in my class right now who does not like me but he puts in effort and he does a lot of work and so if he asked for extra time or asked to redo something, I would absolutely let him do it because I know that he's in it for the learning and not to like suck up to me. Okay. So you do know. I'm, he doesn't seem to be particularly fond of me no. but he's respectful and he gets his work done and it could just be our personalities don't mesh. So my band teacher, she is a very good band teacher for a couple reasons. A, she's very encouraging. That's good. B, she's one of those teachers who, she's nice, she's nice, she's nice. Give her any bad talk, and she's like, get in the hallway, boy. You get in that hallway. She's oh, that. So she reminds you of your kindergarten teacher. Stop talking. Get out. <laughs> this is my house. I can kick you out of here. Go back to your car. Go back. Oh, that's what I'm doing. I'm like, out. Out. Just out. Snap and point. Out. Out, dude. I no, mean, out meant leave the lesson rug and go to your seat. It didn't mean like go leave the oh, yeah. kindergartners. But that's like, only if she's like, out. if she gets really mad, she's like out. But most of the time, she just makes you. She makes it so like, boom, not playing an instrument. Screw you. Like she won't let you play your instrument for the rest of the mm -hmm. night. Middle school is. But she's very, world. she's very encouraging because she can play every single instrument. Mm -hmm. Every instrument. That that's amazing. Play. Yes. Her main instrument is trumpet, but she's decent at all the other instruments. I had a friend growing up who could literally pick up any instrument and play it. It was like he could have never seen it before. And if you gave him like five minutes, he could like it wouldn't be good, but like he could get like the normal sound to come out of it. And I was like, this is a gift. So he's still in the beginning band, but my friend Diego, so you know, careless whispers. Yeah. <laughs> you can play Careless Whispers on saxophone. 
No way. <laughs> After this, I'll have to show you a video of the sexy sax man. Dude, oh. The boy with the mullet and no shirt. <laughs> we'll have to add that to our video. But anyways. Yeah, he's very good. Our band teacher's pretty good. And I, as of now, can play two different instruments. <gasps> what? You can play two? I can play my trombone pretty well. It's a fairly simple instrument. I wouldn't say that I remember most of the notes because I've switched to a whole another octave lower. Mm-hmm. So my notes are all different. But I would say I'd probably remember it. And I remember all my positions, and I can still probably get the right sound out of it. So I can pretty much play two instruments now. And you have your debut next week, right? In two, two weeks. In two weeks. I'm so proud of you. I do. We have three twos. Am so lacking in musical talent. So, like, I love music. I love having music play when I'm doing things. Like, I have a lot of musical intelligences that way. But I so can't even play band. like scales on a piano. <laughs> Okay. What, what I is have your no dream? musical talent whatsoever. What is your dream brass instrument? My dream brass instrument? Brass. That is anything brass. that involves me blowing brass. air into it is an instrument that I cannot play. Like it does like I don't know. I can't um I right, let's say you wanted to play the trombone. Say I wanted to play the trombone. That would be right. a good thing to say because it just seems really cool. Just like so wah, take wah. your lips. Take your lips. <laughs> Wouldn't like this. Mm. Okay, then let's slide all mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does this first cue good mm-hmm. embouchure? Mm-hmm. You know what? I can't circle breathe. I can't do wind instruments because I can't circle breathe. Like I can't breathe out and in at the same time. And if you can play a wind no, instrument, this is not what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to breathe out and in at the same time. That's not. Well, you're blown. Okay, so you're blown. You're not. Yeah, you're. It's like in your mouth, but you're like in you're order to continue to, the note, you. That's called a sneak breath. Yeah. You're like, it's a sneak breath. But I can't do Let's that. Let's say I'm playing. Four if I was a singer, I'd be the singer that you could hear going. <gasps> Let's say I'm playing four Fs, and there's three other of my instruments. I'm not a sole instrument, which makes mm-hmm. it much easier to do sneak breath, especially because you're playing with other people. People won't notice a break. So you're mm-hmm. like, let's say I'm playing four notes. <laughs> It's not a problem because that gap was so quick mm-hmm. that I'll just be able to continue playing. Okay. Why is it important for kids to have dreams? Ooh. Um, it's important for kids to have dreams because it gives them something to aspire to. So if you're really into racing cars, racing cars. There is a whole potential of things that you could do that has something to do with cars. And it gives you um, an insight to your interests. So I was always very science interested. So I could take, if I had an extra class that I needed to take. Um, science. Yeah. And I also took a lot of um, psychology and sociology classes in college, which I think is why Another reason I gravitated more towards teaching little kids instead of like being a chemistry teacher. So even though I did like science, I think I was more. So like you can, you can formulate an interest. So right now you're interested in music, right? But you're also interested in a lot of other things. So you could grow up and find 
a job that involved those things. You still are. Yeah. And like, I didn't realize all those years watching Shark Week, I didn't realize shark science was a thing. I thought if you were a marine biologist, you just were all the animals. I didn't know you could branch off. Like, so there's so many things that have branches that you could just randomly find yourself in. So I think if you have dreams, I mean, you could even take being really into Pokemon and turn that into a career somehow, you know? Yeah, you could be a zoologist maybe. So I think it's important because you have dreams so they have something to look up to, someone to look up to. Let's say you were really obsessed with Bob Fosse and mm-hmm. dancing. Or let's say you were really obsessed with dancing and to be a professional dancer was your dream. Well, you could look up to Bob Fosse. You could, you could practice until you like as good as the Rockettes or something. Mm-hmm. It gives you something to look up to, something to motivate you. Like yes, you see people more doing of that thing then boom you're motivated like let's say your family's rich mm-hmm. they take you down to broadway every year to see the rockettes for their christmas spectacular well then it's easy because you always have something to look up to or your family's not rich and you just watch annie on a regular basis like i did <laughs> yeah but no you're right like when i was growing up there was um a lot of famous tap dancers so it's very dancing yeah it, well because we started with me wanting to be a rockette Gregory Hines was a tap dancer and I recognized him whenever he was on TV shows and stuff. So yeah, you're right. Like you can see someone making a career out of your interest. You just have to not quit taking tap lessons. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I like your point. That was a good one. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Gabe wanted to keep it short and sweet. He only wanted it to be 15 minutes. We did a pretty good job keeping it close. A quick fact check, that aerospace engineer that I said I was friends with told me that if you were to freeze to death in space, it could take you 70 to 80 hours. And I was also informed that if there is no air in your lungs when you enter space, as long as you don't try to breathe in, you'll be all set. However, if there is air in your lungs, some expansion will happen. Also learned that your eyes do not pop out of your head, but they do swell. And if there were to be a fire on the International Space Station, it would kind of just be a big blue ball due to the lack of gravity. I think Gabe did an absolutely fantastic job taking the lead this week. And I hope you... Tune in next week. Thank you. Thanks Thanks for listening. listening. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast. And turn on notifications. If you have topic suggestions or would like to leave us a message, please go to anchor.fm slash Pam and Gabe. P-A-M-A-N-D-G-A-B. And check out our videos on YouTube. Woo-hoo!